Unscripted. Unshackled. Uncouth. What you're about to hear is for mature ears only. It's Miguel Fuller. I would show anything. I'd show my hee-hee and my hoo-hoo oh. and my ha-ha. <laughs> Holly O'Connor. Hey, Daddy, you want to take this to the bedroom? <laughs> and Scotty the Body. I am officially not only the grill daddy, but I'm a hot grill daddy. Oh, wow. It's the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast. Only from Hot 101.5, Tampa Bay's new hit music. Hello, and welcome to the Friday edition of Miguel and Holly Uncensored. Hello. Uh, I am pulling up a question that a Miguel and Holly fan member wanted me to uh, ask on the podcast. Oh, good. Question. That yeah. was one of Maya's spelling words this week. Question. question. She messed I don't think she's going to get it right. Maybe. But she messed it up every time we practice. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. She kept wanting to put an H or an S. Mm. I mean, the, not where the S usually goes. Like it, Anyway. Mm. I remember tough. when I really had to like, I, I don't know. I feel like for me, there was this time when I was in elementary school, early elementary school, when you're just like, Doing what people tell you to do when it comes to learning and when you actually understand that you're learning and you take it more seriously. And I remember being at a a PTA meeting when the teacher was just trying to tell my mom that, like, Miguel's not learning. I don't understand. And my mom was just frustrated because there wasn't a lot of knowledge at that time about kids that learn differently. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I remember the teacher, like, pulled out a spelling test and was like, Miguel can't spell people. And my mom was like, why can't you spell people? I don't understand. We worked on it, and we worked on it. I don't know what else to do. And I feel like she, was, she just didn't know what else to do. She was frustrated because yeah. Yeah. she was really trying to help me. And so, But that's one of those words that ever since that moment, I was like, P-E-O-P-L-E. I know how to spell people. That's people. why I'm with surprise. Isn't that weird? Everybody has like mm. one of those words. Right. Where I couldn't get it. I couldn't get I think some kid like slipped me the answer in class. Ah. And I, for forevermore, I was like, I got it now. S-U-R-P-R-I-S-E. Yeah. Surprise. 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 I still mess up restaurant sometimes. I'm like. Restaurant. That is a weird one. It's like. Restaurant. R-E-S-T-A-U-R-A-N-T. Yeah. Ah, see, I would have spelled it wrong. There's like the A and the U I sometimes get mixed up. Restaurant, yeah. Yeah. And Scott was saying that definitely and defiantly he messes up a lot. Every time. I did too until one day. I think I was working. Like I was a working adult. (laughs) And I kept messing it up. And finally I was like. Okay, enough. And I like trained my fingers to go deaf in Italy. Mm. And then I just like, I had, because I was like, I'm sick of it. I'm and done. I, after that, I got it. But it's like, you have those things that you get stuck on, and it's like, doesn't lock in your brain. And you know what's weird? I thought about that too, because like with math or any learning thing, I remember now, like now when I'm going through it as a parent or even as an adult that would like to learn, mm-hmm. like when you're an adult, it's almost like, fun oh, yeah. to learn things. Kids don't have that, and you no. don't remember that. But, like, back in the day, I would just, like, fl- I'm like I was, like, floating along. Mm-hmm. I'd, like, memorize stuff for a test, and then I would promptly forget it because oh, who absolutely. cares? Yeah, you're just trying to get by. Yes. Right. Trying to pass. That's the problem. It's like, okay, let's just get it to pass. Get it to pass instead of doing it to learn. To learn. Pay off. Well, that's why I always like learning, like, why am I learning something? Yes. Mm-hmm. And I do this now all the time with our boss of, like, why are we doing this? Yeah. Right. And he explains it. I'm like, oh, my God, I enjoy doing it now because actually, you know, I see it has a bigger purpose than just doing it. Yeah. Right. I don't like just doing something for no reason. Yeah, right. who does? Yeah, exactly. Right. And I feel like for me that would have made – because I didn't understand this about history until I got to college when I had this really great history professor that I talked about a few podcasts ago where he made me understand that everything that we do – 
comes from somewhere in history. Yeah. Like the fashion, the culture, the way we say things. Like if history would have been explained in that context, like when we did world history, U.S. history, I feel like I would have been like, ooh, girl, this is just one big soap opera with people getting mad at each other over stupid things. Yeah. But it it'll change the the, the course of history. Yeah. And so now I love learning about history. Like the podcast I've been talking about for years now called Business Wars, mm-hmm. where they go back and forth. It's just so interesting where you walk into Chick-fil-A or KFC or Popeye's, but you don't realize this crazy-ass history that got all of these businesses to get yep. to where they are now. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's so fascinating. But if they would have said it in that context... It would have been way more fascinating back mm-hmm. in the day. I know. And you have a couple teachers that stick out that have done that for you. Yes. Right. That's why I'm so well-versed in, like, of all things, Greek mythology. Mm. Because we had a social studies teacher. That's where we, we were doing a segment on Greek mythology and social studies in sixth grade. And I had Mrs. Hershick. Herchik, Herchik, and she would come in every day dressed legit like a different character. Yes. yes. And it was, so, ah, at first we were it. like, what is she doing? And then we were like, what's next? And like, you she would it. lay it out like it was, you know, you were watching something amazing. And like, mm. it's everything stuck. And we did presentations and we got to dress up like, mm. I don't remember much of anything else now. No. But that, mm. I was like, I got it. So I wish that, yeah. Um, That's all. What's your question? Oh, I will say that. (laughs) Right. Um, This podcast is going to be a little short today because I had my first vaccine yesterday and I am struggling today. So I just want to like go and lay in the bed. I'm just like, I'm not sick, but it's just it's your body. It's your body reacting. Your body's fighting right now, learning. It is. And it's a good thing. Like the articles I've read, because when my mom got her shot, she was like freaking out. She's like, I don't feel well. I'm like, that's a good thing. Like, I read that if you're if you have a reaction like my body's having right now, that means it's good. Like the antibodies are creating themselves. And so it's going to be great if I ever come into contact with and by when. But it when if when whatever you get it, you got the brain fog. Nice girl. It's happening. Here's the question we got from, um, we always call her our ghost producer, uh, Jenny, and I always mess up her her last name. Utroska. Yes. Um, she said- Utroska? Utroska. You, yes. Whatever Sorry. you said, Holly. Yeah. We love you, Jenny. Uh, <laughs> I had posted that St. Pete Pride this year, they're doing Pride over four weeks yes. this year. Yeah. And Holly, I feel like this is going to be a question for you and for you, Scott, you know, the three of us work together. Oh. She said, hey, Miguel, ghost producer here, requesting a podcast topic or conversation. As an ally of the LGBTQ plus community and not a radio host, a personality, what is the best way to show up to a pride event without centering myself and appropriating? Of course, there is not one answer. And I ask, wait, and I ask this understanding, knowing all gay slash queer persons are not a monolith, believe me, it's cringy to type out, but I guess it would be a great combo to have and get your take or possibly that of your close friends as well. Usually it's easiest to start with what with sorry, with what do you not want to see or not appropriate from others. So Holly, you have hosted pride parades with me for years now. Yeah. Scott, you did it the last pride uh, that we had because yeah. Holly, you were out of town that weekend. Yeah. So I'm curious from your point of view, Holly, through the years, have you ever felt that when it comes to pride? Weirdly, no. And maybe that's bad. Um, 
but I'm not sure. So I've uh, all right. Let me let me think on this for. Let me collect my thoughts for a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, I I'm mad at myself for choosing this shirt because I was going back and forth between this shirt this morning and the one that said "Sounds gay." I'm in. Ah. I almost wore that today. It would have been perfect. Oh, especially <laughs> for the video of the Miguel and Holly podcast. Oh, it would have been good. Um, yeah. Okay, so I almost feel like, and this goes all the way back to high school, mm. when our show choir put on a red a rent medley. Mm, so jealous. And uh, I don't even know how our guy got away with it. Seriously. I don't think anybody knew what was it was new like right. rent came out in 1996 mm-hmm. we were performing this in 97 so it was so oh, new right. they didn't know they were- of course we were performing it our instructor was gay right. like he knew um but i don't think anybody else knew otherwise they may have been like in 97 they probably like Ooh. we had a public high school in cornfield ohio what are we doing but it was fantastic and so it really helped me to um feel like i knew these characters because they could, they were my friends, mm. and so that for me started started I think my journey as an ally in the LGBTQ community, um, as feeling like I was part of it. Even and I'm not part of it, but I feel like as an ally, it's just innately something I celebrate, not mm. for myself, but for you, right? As a member of said community, and again, I'm not a member of the community. Uh, well, I mean made out with some girls in my day. Hi. So whatever. That's the plus part right there, girl. <laughs> That's the plus. Mm, I mean, I'm LGBTQ not going to turn down looking at some boobies. But Hi. so I don't know where I lay on this on the line. Um, but I wouldn't want to like step on the toes of someone that's, you know, got a story. Right. As opposed to my dabbling in who knows what. Mm. Um, so it just sort of as a high schooler, it became like I just felt like these are my people. Mm. So maybe that's why I don't feel like I'm appropriating when I fully embrace these events. Right. It's not like you only do it when it's convenient for you. Right. You do it all the time. I Yeah. Well, it's just all, it's almost like part of who I am, mm. if that makes sense. And Absolutely. maybe, like, does this set? And let me ask you, as an actual member of the community, does that sound appropriative or... um... Yeah, I mean, and once again, I just always like to preface in these situations that there are gay people, uh, black people, that listen to what I say on the radio and they'll slide up in my DMs and be like, hey, I appreciate that you said, you prefaced the conversation with you don't represent all black people, all gay people, because like Jenny said... We are not a monolith group There's for both, n- yeah. both um, you know, different types that I'm coming from. Right. Um, so from my point of view, no, I don't I don't think so. Uh, Someone might think that I am. Right. And, Absolutely. And, and I apologize for that if that is what is happening. But I just feel so at one and so comfortable in the love of this community that I do because I was like, okay, if I didn't have you and, and we weren't doing things together, would I still want to go and, like, be part of everything? And the answer is yes. Right. Because I have friends and I would want to go see those friends and I would feel like we're all just celebrating together. Right. But maybe, and I don't know what if this is the case for Jenny or not, um, and it may not be, but now I'm trying to think on the other spectrum of, like, what if someone doesn't have 
a group of um, friends or whatever, loved ones, that they could go and feel supportive too. Mm. How do you just show up? Like, uh, for example, I'm thinking about when we would go to uh, the Museum of Fine Arts mm -hmm. for the Stonewall reception. Mm -hmm. Would I feel comfortable walking in and participating? I might not. Mm. If I didn't come up the way that I did and I didn't, and, and I don't have the experience that I have now. Right. If I was totally separate, but still appreciative and trying to be an ally of uh, the LGBTQ community, I think I would I would start overthinking and then I wouldn't go mm. because I'd be like that's not for me. Right. But it is. See, it's, here's how I look at it. Uh, I think about like uh, Eminem, who you know, he is not appropriating black culture because he grew up in it. You that know, is like, it. Like that's like that's his came up culture. In the culture. You know, like if he came from this, you know, middle class. Uh, white bread community where he was never around a black person and then all of a sudden he got to college and was like ooh I want to dabble in black Oh yeah. and then he was like I'm going to be a black rapper. I'm going to talk about hard times that I've never been through. Right and then knowing that as a white man he has a certain privilege to where he might get pushed to the front and wanting to establish a rap career mm. before someone who actually lived the life and, and wants to speak that truth in the rap community that's been his experience, and so he's lived in it, and I don't know, like, if he's given back, but hopefully he has. I know he's given back a lot to the city of Detroit. Right, and so to me, that's when you—I feel like that's the line of appropriation. Like, are you just doing it? So, like, in the past, we've had businesses that have come to us because they know what we do with pride and, you know, me being gay, and they're like, ooh, we really want to market to that community— and I've sat in meetings before with our salespeople, and there's a lot of money on the line. And I straight up say, and thankfully I have the support of our company, and I'm like, well, do you give back 24-7? And there are some companies that were like, well, we're comfortable with doing this for the gay community, but we don't want to do this for our entire – I'm trying to be very vague with the company um, – there was only a certain amount that they wanted to do, but they didn't want to show that they were super supportive to all of the gays with all of their clientele, if that makes sense. Oh, like still kind of hiding some. So, like, we're marketing to the gays, but, but to everyone else. Oh. Right, like, we're not going to post that we're going to be at the Pride Parade mm. on our main social media, but we'll just be there. Okay. Does that make sense? So they want to put themselves in front of the gay community and say, we support you. Yes. But to everyone else, mm -hmm. they're like, nothing gay? going on here. No, what gay? And they were like, well, oh, we our, support y'all. Yeah. Publicly, though. And they were like, the core of our demographic are people that are um, older and probably would not be great with that. And I was like, and I wasn't rude. And I was like, okay. And I took that in. And then as we talked more, I told the salesperson, I'm like, I'm not comfortable representing them for pride because they don't do it 24-7. So I will give props to a place like McDenton's, mm. and um, they own a bunch of different businesses. Uh, what was the other place? Um, do they own? The Yard, Yard of Vail. Yard of Vail. Thank you, yes, because yeah. everybody did uh, Big Gay Brunch. Yeah. And, you know, the first meeting we had before we did that two prides ago, I was like, all right, if we do this, because I could easily take this concept of Miguel's Big Gay Brunch and take it to a gay-owned establishment. And they're like, no, we want to be known as a place where everyone mm. can live. Yeah. Right. And so that's why McDenton's in downtown St. Pete, they
they have that, or I don't know if they did because I haven't been downtown a while, but that rainbow um, outside of their businesses between McDenton's and Yardavel yeah. um, all year. Yeah. Because they were like, we want people to know that this is a safe space. This isn't like what we used to be known for of just being broy. We are a safe space for everyone. And then we will give back some of our proceeds from that weekend to LGBTQ+. And to me, that is where you want to live as a straight person. It's like you don't want to like take over and be like, hey, let me take up for the gays. But you come up, you show up, you support. And then where it matters, you help bring us to the table. Yes. Yes. Okay, so then let's make it kind of plain in real world scenarios. Right. So, again, there are the, all these weekend events um, coming up. Four weeks of Pride where mm-hmm. we're going to have different types of events. A lot of them are going to be outdoors, but a lot of them are also going to be ticketed. Mm-hmm. So... If I'm not me, if I don't have necessarily close friends in the community, mm-hmm. um, what do I do? You go. Yeah, you, I would say you support. Yeah, I mean, so, let's- but I'm 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 asking sort of for Jenny. So like, does right. she? Because she's worried from her message about like, is it going to look like I'm taking over this, or right, right. does it look like appropriation? And I I almost want to say don't overthink think it right because if you're if you are thinking that way you're probably not doing that um and before you go scott i will say that there is a segment of gays that get very frustrated when we have a gay bar or a gay restaurant and you have the gaggle of girls come in with the bachelorette party Mm. and they're like laughing and they're being loud and there's and it you sort of as a gay person feel like you're in a zoo Mm. and that they're there for the novelty of it and they're like ooh, let's go see what it's like to be gay for the weekend for our bachelorette party we don't like that right well can you feel the energy because i feel like i have some friends like i went to a bachelorette party but it was more like a we were at a cabin in the woods um <laughs> but she had you know her girlfriends there her gay friends were there too mm-hmm. um i feel like if we had gone to like a drag brunch for right. for example mm-hmm. um hopefully i would hope you'd feel the energy that we're just going there to support that business, right. those performers, mm-hmm. knowing we're going to have a good-ass time right. because we know what we're expecting. I do feel like there's a different vibe from some groups of women who don't have gay friends, but maybe they feel like they saw Will and Grace a couple times and now they want one. Right. And they just want to, like, it's for the gram. Right, right, right. And Absolutely. Can mm. you, as a gay man, feel the vibe difference because... That hurts my heart that, you know, the other group exists. Right. Well, and it's sort of like when people have said to me in the past, like, ooh, I want a gay friend. Mm. And we're all learning together as we're growing. And, you know, 10 years ago when I was 25, I would have been like, yeah, girl, I'll be your gay friend. I know. 10 years ago when we were doing radio, one of the segments we talked about doing was like how to be how to get a gay friend or whatever. Like it was a different we had only come so far at that point. And so now that I'm like, oh, wait, ooh, I was contributing to it as well. And I was playing into it. Didn't know. Right. And and so we're, we're learning as we get older and we're learning about what it means to uh, appropriate a culture. And so I'm not trying to make anybody feel bad if you've been in one of these groups before, but 
now that we can look back and say, you know, that really didn't feel great when there was a group of girls. And they're like, oh, my God, like, do you want to touch my boobs? You can touch my boobs. You're gay. It's fine. Well, no, I don't want to touch your boobs. Like, I don't, I have no... I don't want to do that, you know. Why are we making a spectacle like right. that? But I mean, that then again, the other sometimes other things are spectacles. Like right. I will wear like a I have have it. I've had it for years. I got my rainbow tutu, and at one point I was like, "Is this too much?" Mm. But I also feel like I feel so strongly in my heart the love that I have for all of this community that I was like, "Is it almost being um, dampening my shine?" Right to be like. I don't want to support you too loud. Mm. Like there, you get into a lot of complex questions, but I think if you know your heart's in the right place, you go and you participate and you just are a friend. Right. Scott. I mean, that's a great way to put it. I think the word that keeps coming to my head is like the intention of it. Like you always have to just question your intention. And for me, I wouldn't even like really, I didn't really know the term ally until Mm. probably college when I got Mm. in and I met a lot of people that were part of the community and I didn't really understand it until I heard their stories. And that's when I was like, I get it. This finally makes sense. Like, I'm all on board to be an ally. I didn't realize I was an ally before, but now I'm, you know, fully for it. And I kind of look, I think everyone kind of has their own place. I think showing up somewhere and giving support, I think it's fine because that's something I do. Like, I'll absolutely wear, you know, I'll wear a rainbow. I'll put on, like, for me, because I kind of look at myself as like the, I guess if you don't know me, if you don't have any idea who I am, I'm just this, like, straight white dude that can kind of come off as, like, if I saw me, I'd be like, he's douchey. Like, absolutely. But I mean, I, it's true. I would fight me. It's fine. Oh, no. <laughs> no. But fi- come to find out, you're not a douche. But not that. But also at the same time, I use that to my benefit of like, I like to be the one, you know, I want to show the people that are maybe grew up like me, that like grew up probably not around a lot of stuff about the gay community or didn't really understand it as much as I did when I was coming up. And I want to show that it's like, yo, like, you could be a straight white guy and support it is okay like I think the biggest thing for me growing up is everyone had this fear of being gay everyone like that was the joke that would always run like oh oh don't don't that's gay man don't do that don't uh, any yeah. of that that permeated for a long time for so long and it still kind of trickles to today and I remember going into USF and I had people like that around me and it's slowly as I slowly learned stories and I slowly learned about the community and what it means to be an ally, it became a lot easier to shut that stuff down Mm -hmm. or show that you could support. It is cool to support. We are all in this together. Then it became a thing. Like, I didn't go to my first Pride parade until 2018 when I joined on the station on Hot 101.5. And that was a whole different thing. And I don't know if, I wouldn't even say, like, what I did was appropriating because I put on the whole getup. You know, I had the hot staff, like, dress me up as in, like, wearing rainbows. I wore a tutu. I put it all on. But for me, I kind of felt like I was like, you know, like I want to show that it's okay. Like, yeah, I'm not gay, but I will absolutely all day represent and celebrate that pride. I want to celebrate alongside of you. In no way am I trying to make fun, take away from anything. I want to show the other people, my friends included, that are like, I've never been to that. Is that okay if I go? Absolutely. You should be here because what we're trying to do, and I guess in my eyes, I've always looked at it. I'm trying to make it more of a thing where you don't look at it in like either wince they're kind of like you're confused by it or you don't really understand it i want to bring it to light and that's what happened when i i'm constantly i'm challenging people in my family people that i've grown up with that have just never been around it and i'm like yo like it's it's okay like cool like it because again i guess some people either have the fear that they're gonna go and they're going 
They're going to become gay, quote unquote. Oh, I, I, We're I don't want to change you. I'm going to change you, or I'll I don't want to be viewed as gay. And that's the part for me. That's how I go about it. I'm like, I want to challenge your beliefs. I want to get the whole get up, post it on my Instagram, post it everywhere for you to see that it's like we're all a part of this. Like this community to get to the place that I think I envision where, you know, we don't have this discrimination. We don't have people, you know, hated on for the way they live their life and their truth. Mm-hmm. We have to all be in it together. And so and normalize it and, for the people that aren't doing it. And right? that's why I really go at it the way I do. It's like I just want to normalize. It. It's like, yeah, I'm a straight white dude that didn't know much about it, but I got to you know, around the community. I learned a little bit more about it. And now it's not something I could speak on fully. That's not my place. Uh Uh-uh. However, if there's something going on, I'm absolutely going to support it because I want to show the people that don't understand that you could still support and you start somewhere for it. And you you go all year round. All year round. Yeah, it's not something that's just, oh, yeah, it's June. Let me just show up. It's like, no, like, I'll wear, you know, whatever things I have, I'll talk about it. I'll, you know, because people are constantly questioning me, especially when I first moved in with you, Miguel. And it's like, I'm, you know, now I live with, you know, three gay roommates. And it's some people, and this is where the challenge comes, will either be like, I remember the question, like, what's it like? I'm like, what do you what's mean it what's like? it like? Like, <laughs> wh- what? We have <laughs> rainbow dance parties yeah. every yeah. day. <laughs> we actually dress up uh, like RuPaul every day for dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, yeah. it's like, it's those kind of questions where I'm like, that's exactly where my place is. Like, why do you even think there's something different? It's the same right. way where it was when I was in college living with, you know, my two straight friends. It's exactly the same. And so for you to question it, now let's have that conversation. Mm-hmm. But it's also, it's like that little bit of a, you know, that's where I find, like, the ally is beautiful because you're bringing in the people that never had a chance to actually learn from somebody in the community. It's like the bridge. It's like, okay, right. I took a step. I'm going to help you take a step. I'll go in there and learn a little bit. Right. We're, like, not different. We're, like, the same people. <laughs> yeah. So, it, like, when I post stuff on my, like, Insta story, um, like about anything having to do with the the LGBTQ community and being an ally or whatever, I feel like I hope that it telegraphs to um, both people in the community that I am a safe space and like yeah, you well, let's go let's go be friends, mm-hmm. or people in the that don't have any experience in that area, maybe they feel like I am a safe space to ask questions to, and I can help bring you. To some knowledge. Mm. If you don't know anybody, right? you know, I'll be the straight bridge. Right. <laughs> be a bridge, Holly. Get some knowledge, and then you can start learning. And I think, too, uh, one of the things that I have learned as Abe and I have continued to grow together and as we're, you know, careening towards a wedding and joining each other and, you know, I'll be taking his family's last name and all that, I'm like, I want you to understand who I am and, like, what I believe in. So we've, like, Abe has had a crash course in black history. Mm -hmm. And he can speak on, not for, but he can explain if someone was confused about black history and, like, what does redlining mean? What does systemic racism mean? Because those are things that are very important to me. So when it comes to gay culture, enjoy pride, go to the fun stuff, but then understand why it's there. And do the work, I right. guess, maybe. Exactly. In do the, the off work. season. Absolutely. So, like, why is pride in June? There is a reason why. It wasn't just a random month. Go watch or read about Stonewall. Yeah. Like, there's a movie called Stonewall, which totally whitewashes what happened, and it, like, centers on this white kid and his experience with pride. What? When- 
Right. It's there was a lot of controversy around it. And hey, it was don't, like don't watch that then. Yeah. I mean, but it's it sort of like sets the table for what happened, but then know that that is not an accurate like they tell this broad story, but like know that the person who threw who lit the fuse. So what it was basically was the, uh, black back in the day, um, they had gay clubs, but they were underground yeah. because they were illegal. Yeah. And so what would happen is they would conjugate, and then there was this place called the Stonewall Inn in New York where gays would go, and the police would raid it, and they would make everybody stand up against the wall, and then the newspapers would then publish the names for the people that they would report, and so then people would just get outed yeah, when you they can't were do that. right. And so this just kept happening over and over and over and over. And those, so then one night, the gays were like, we are fucking over it. And so it was a drag queen, a black, or no, it was, I'm sorry, it was a, a black trans woman yes. that lit the fuse and said, fuck this, I'm over it. Whereas the movie makes it like, ooh, I'm this white boy who come from the cornfields. And anyway, so that sets the table, but I would say read more on it online about it. But, like, understand those things. Like, why is drag important to the community? Why do some people not like drag, you know? There are so many beautiful things about the community that you can read up on. Right. So as long as you sort of understand what the celebration is about and not that it's just a fun time to get drunk and to go see people, which, speaking for to Jenny specifically, she's not that type of person. No. That's why she asked that question. Because she I'm wants saying. to know. Right. But for some people who just go to downtown St. Pete or to Tampa Pride just for the party, understand what it is that we're celebrating and why it's important to have pride. Right. If and, it doesn't make you cry, you're doing it wrong. Absolutely. And, like, get in sense. Like, this week, like, I'm not a trans person. I don't understand the trans struggle. I I help out and I appreciate and I'm there. But I was fucking livid this week that right here in Florida, they're trying to pass. I couldn't hear what you said. Shut up, Siri. Siri, we're trying to have a discussion, girl. What you saying, honey? Yeah. Um, and our 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 uh, Florida House legislator just passed a bill to ban trans kids from participating in sports for the uh, for the gender that they're like. This is what I I am, and they're like, nope, you can't do that for a, a thing that's not that's not even. A, a problem. No, it's not. No. That's what baffles my mind. I'm like, first of all, there are way more important things that we need to be worried about. Oh, oh yeah. Way more. Oh. And then they're all over here with their thing and the thing. And they're, and I'm like, why are we spending so much time on something that, wh- what percentage are we even talking about here? Like, why? It's not, it, it is, it, I don't believe it's even been a big issue it hasn't. When? Since Liter- for when? Literally, I posted on my Facebook yesterday because the Tampa Bay Times did a whole article on it. Yeah. And hold on. Let me. What's the quote that I pulled out? How did uh, the Times do it? Because sometimes I feel like, like sometimes I'm like the Tampa Bay Times gets it right. And sometimes I want to punch the Tampa Bay Times in the face. Uh, well, I don't know. Well, I feel like it depends. Like this wasn't a, this wasn't an opinion piece. This was just a here's what's happening piece. Okay. Yeah. And so they talk about. If Florida transgender sports bill passes, the NCAA says it could pull championships. Um, but the quote that I pulled out and put on my Facebook page was, the legislation banning transgender athletes from women's sports has the backing of Florida's top Republican leaders. Oh, wait. Oh, no. Okay, I changed out the quote. But basically, the quote that I had pulled out was that they none of these leaders, leaders in quotes, could come up with any examples of why they needed to do this. Then what the fuck? Literally. They said they when they asked, 
There were no examples that they could cite. But that's where we're taking our time to. Cool. Then, yeah, let's make sure we get that figured out. Here we go. Detractors, including many transgender students and equal rights advocates, say the legislation is unnecessary and discriminatory. Supporters of the bill have provided no examples of a transgender athlete unfairly uh, skewing women or girls' scholastic competition in Florida. But let's go ahead and pass that. And this is happening all over the country, by the oh, way. Absolutely. This isn't just Florida. This is not just Florida. Right. So to me, when you say being an ally and not appropriating, understanding these issues and speaking on it. So there, I'm trying to think about how to say this. There are some people that I know that do what we do. And I saw something where they were talking about it, about this whole trans bill. Here? In Tampa yeah. Bay? Yes. Oh. And they totally missed the mark on how they were talking about it. And it just, it, like, these are people's lives. Yeah. This isn't a a Tampa Bay train wreck. You know, the guy who drove his car over the drawbridge. Right. Or the girl who did coke off of the Dr. Seuss's book. Let's laugh about that. Yeah. There are kids right now that are seeing on social media, on the news, that their state is banning them from wanting to play sports. And they're like, I'm not even trying to do that. I'm just trying to, like, live my life and, like, live my authentic self. You're telling them that they're not worthy and they're not valid. Mm -hmm. So when you don't take those conversations seriously and understand the the, uh, consequences of what you say, that can be damaging. Very. When I was in college and... When I was in Georgia, and I remember this, 78% of voters in Georgia in 2004 voted to make gay marriage illegal in our state constitution. That stuck with me for years. So when we have all these topics on our radio show where I'm like, I literally, at that point, I was like, well, gay marriage will never happen. I was like, I'm sorry, not gay marriage. Marriage for me will never happen. Right. Well, it's true. And I remember in Ohio, they had a vote. I, it must have been, they usually do it in even years. Usually, I don't know. It was in either in 04, 05, or 06. Because so I was still living in Ohio. And I'm telling you, this is how far back I've been just, I feel like, have immersed myself in as part of an ally, a part of the community. They had the, a bill on, on gay marriage. And, of course, I took my happy ass to the polls. And I was like, yay, gay marriage. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is going to be so great, you guys. And when the results came in, and it was basically slam dunked into a no. Mm-hmm. I was like, that was the first time when I realized not everyone is, not all the straight people are on my on my wavelength here. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know how bad it was, and that's what made me a better ally, right. I guess, in, in the long run, unfortunately. Um, but I just, I was so disappointed mm. in the other people out here who were like, no. And I'm like, like, it really, it blew my mind. I was like, I am so disappointed to live in this state. Mm-hmm. What are we doing? Like, right. have y'all, what are, you, what are you doing? And that's when I realized I needed to be more vocal. Oh. Right. And I needed to amp up my efforts to be a better ally and to be more. And that's where, Scott, like, what Scott's point is. It's, yes, it's an ally to the community, but it's more of a reaching out to the straights mm-hmm. to be like, Hey, what are you what are you doing? Right. 
Y'all, you need me to explain you some stuff? Mm-hmm. So, I I feel that. Yeah. So it's just it's it's a great topic, and I'm so glad you asked that question as we're coming up um, on June and and all the St. Pete Pride events in a little bit. And it's just always something to me. I feel like we could all do a little bit better of is understanding like our friend that is transgender that's transitioning from male to female, and it's like. I didn't have anybody like super, super close to me that was going through that. And now that she is, I'm like, well, let me understand. Let me read more. And we had a conversation the other day where I was like, help me if I say something wrong as we're navigating this together, because I want to make sure that I'm saying the right things and Mm -hmm. that I want to make sure that you know that this is a safe space and that whatever you're feeling, we can talk about and we can do it. Um, in a way that makes you feel good because I want I want to lift you up. Yeah. Like so many people have done for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it. <sighs> I got to oh. take my vaccinated butt home and sit in the bed. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I'm tired. Scott, what's your social media? <laughs> it's not like you're dying. <laughs> what's your social media? At Scott Tavlin. S-C-O-T-T-T-A-V-L-I-N. Holly. Okay. Ray. Radio Holly on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Miguel Fuller, M-I-G-U-E-L-F-U-L-L-E-R. Miguel Fuller on TikTok, Instagram, everything. Also, you can always send me an email if you want some Miguel and Holly stickers. It'd be a part of the Platypus Posse. Send me an email with your address, Miguel at Hot1015TampaBay.com. And make sure to leave us a five-star rating, please. We'd really appreciate it. Yeah. On uh, everything, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen. Till next week, bye. Catch up up with the previous episodes of the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast from Hot 101.5. Just hit up the Hot 101.5 app, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Search Miguel and Holly Uncensored. Uncensored.